0: Apart with you for a little while here this evening. Thank you for bringing those along who you're going to be here, Lord. And Father, we thank you for your presence of your Holy Spirit with us tonight and that you lead and guide us, Lord, in the way you want us to go and keep us in the truth in all things. And we look forward to meeting with you and sharing with you. We <coughs> ask for a special blessing on this meeting, in Jesus' name. Amen. amen.
1: Thank you. All right. Thanks for coming. So Firstly,
2: nice us oh, yeah, no worries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, how did you guys go with uh, talking to someone about Jesus? I know we have one one testimony at least. You want you want to share? It? Yeah. Yeah. Share, yeah.
3: So it was um, a couple of nights ago. I was um I'm into running a bit, but it's been a struggle for some some weeks, just to life commitments and stuff. But I was at um, Missingham Bridge there, um, just on the on the North Creek sort of um, side where there's that outdoor fitness gym. I don't know if you know that. Mm-hmm. It's sort of um, anyway.
4: Commemoration yeah. Park. Commemoration Park. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, anyway, there's a there's a there's like one of those outdoor gym sort of thing there, and um, I was there. I just I'm back from a run, and um, I saw this young mum uh, walking sort of fairly nearby uh, the gym, and, and she had two boys behind her, and I just, I don't know, I just noticed by the way she looked and stuff, I thought, hmm, something about you, I, you know, I thought, see if I can just, you know, um, share the gospel, but I've, I've got some... DVDs in my car, like some testimonies, and it's like a witnessing to all my views in the past and so on, Um the previous church to the Queenie, and so, um, yeah, I just, you know, under am nah, but I thought, no, nope, <laughs> go,
2: for go it.
3: and step over my, you know, beer, um, and yeah, just went up and said, Look, has, another, has a complete stranger ever given you a present before or something, and she said, no. And, and uh, yeah, he's something for you. I just feel to give this to you and just say, you know, God loves you. And, and, uh, and she just burst into tears. Sort of thing. Yeah, it was timely for her. Um, yeah, so that was good and had a bit of a chat. And I just, I just felt there was God all over the sort of thing. And, um, and afterwards, um, and it was a bit of small talk. It wasn't much more than that. You know, but I, I could feel, you know, there was a good kind of God connection, and the boys were playing around in the outdoor gym, and I was hung around there, or I was sort of just talking with them for a bit after that. Yeah. And um, so yeah, that was good. That was yeah, was good. Yeah.
1: Awesome. So,
3: yeah, so good. i pray for her and hopefully she'll be blessed by. Her. Nice did you planting the seed.
0: DVDs? Have I? Have I? Did
3: you give her one of the DVDs? I did. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So I went to the car and got them out and said, well, the the bit of, uh, uh, you know, giving them to to people rather than having them in my car, I want Mm. you to have one, you know, and uh, so. Mm. That's great. Awesome. That's
2: good.
3: Cool. (laughs)
5: <laughs> awesome,
1: good. You no, know, I did. Uh, uh, in Canada for a long time, I did door to door sales. Yeah, you know? and our our goal was to get ninety people to tell us no. Because we knew if we talked to a hundred people, there'd be one in ten they would say yes. So my goal is to get ninety people to tell me no, so I know the next ten would work. And that that was our that was our average. <laughs> Are, are average of what what they would say. So, I, I mean, in doing what we're doing, like loving people, usually they say yes. Whatever it is. It's rare that some some be like, no, but it happens. And you're just doing your part. That's great. That's a good story. Cause everyone's going to have those. You do it enough, you're going to get them. So I got to really...
6: pray for healing for my granddaughter who had the flu really bad. She's yeah. like on the bathroom floor just spewing and um, she came out and she said, Nan, come in here, we need a nurse. (laughs) um, Because I used to be a nurse. And um, so I I sort of suggested what he could do and then I said, I can pray for you. And they both were really eager and keen for me to pray (laughs) for for healing. So that was really good.
1: That was very special. So good.
2: I don't have
1: a prayer. Pray for me this week. <laughs> I don't know about praying for other people. All right. No worries. It's no, no condemnation. Remember, mm-hmm. we're in Christ. This <laughs> is just a simple thing that we can can help us grow. That's all. I'm not obligated to do it at all. It's just a. It's a good thing if we can get. Pass ourselves a little bit. You can do a hundred other things too, but
4: yeah. I I get quite a few opportunities. I think I shared last week how I get a lot of opportunities in the course I'm doing at the moment. Mm. And uh, you know about this because they talk about positive thinking and yeah, yeah, which is uh, been able to talk about God's love. You know how he that brings peace and joy into your heart. Yeah he's put his love in
1: our hearts to reach others mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yeah, just had a lot of opportunity there it's been really good mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's good how about any how about anything anything else like what is what is God doing in your lives what's what's happening what's God doing how are you growing are you reading more are you hearing more are you talking more to God or what's mm-hmm. what's going on that's like that's the goal right we're not here just to get knowledge we're here to to know God more and to yeah
6: I find I'm reading the word a lot more yeah I have been since our last um, course okay cool (laughs) and also I've realized the importance of spiritual warfare with what's going on in the world at the moment okay how important that is Mm. good
2: Sorry,
5: I just said I've been fast a little Oh mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: That's
1: awesome. Mm-hmm.
6: Good to do that. Um, so I can hear God more.
5: Yeah, tell uh fast from sugar and carbs <laughs> Okay.
2: Um yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay.
6: Mm-hmm. Do you just do like a day at a time or as I can just I'm oh, just doing it generally.
1: Right. Mm. That'd be a good thing to talk about one day. Fasting. Fasting mm. in prayer. Mm. That's
7: good.
1: I've got
7: less self condemnation. Like yeah. Have you finished school? Mm. Um which was twenty four seven. I'd, 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 I've had a at peace before but I've done more meditation retreats yeah, yeah i just noticed there's more of a peace mm. there's less you've <laughs> got to do this, you've got to do that yeah, da, 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 and that's what it's like all the time yeah. so um, I'm spending a bit more time with God but just in a very peaceful way like it, not even You know, all the trying is going. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what happens? Oh,
1: it's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. And we're going to get into that today. Oh, great. Lots of that. I feel like for myself, I've been for a long time now just like, just knocking on a door. Like, God, I I want more. I'm literally doing this on my steering wheel. God, I'm here. Mm -hmm. I want more. You know I want the all the spiritual gifts it says to earnestly desire the greater gifts, especially mm-hmm. prophecy and and I'm like i want the i want what does signs and wonders look like when you, what's a wonder you know mm-hmm. like I want healing, I want prophecy, I want to build up the church I want you know all this stuff and I feel like i've so many opportunities I, i've I've got to give three people a prophetic word in the last I don't know three weeks something like that, and it's just like I didn't even know I was doing it until I did it, you know. It's just I just have this overwhelming thing like God wants to wants to say this, and I'd say that out of my mouth, and I'm like, whoa, this is cool. So, I think that's been just so good, and I I feel like I've also just kind of turned off my. I listen to tons of podcasts and, and the Bible and worship and whatever, but just shutting it off more and just talking with God. I hear something nice. I'm like, okay, pause. Thank you, Lord, and meditate on what was just said or whatever. And yeah, so I feel like that's been a very good growth thing for me.
0: Um, I.
5: When you were saying to turn off the podcasts and stuff mm. like yeah I do, but sometimes I get hooked into like learning, learning, learning all the time. Yeah. And it can be too much. But this guy is amazing if you ever wanna hook into something. His name's Praying Medic. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm.
5: Very, very cool. Is that on YouTube? He is on YouTube. He's been kicked off Facebook. and He's got mm-hmm. his own website um he was a an Ambo. He's American, so I don't know what people call like paramedics. No. Mm-hmm. And um he used to pray for people and in the bucket.
3: Crying, I just, yeah, um, it's it's early for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I don't usually do um, early mornings, but and it just feels like good because I just feel like I'm giving God more time, more time with God. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I'm just re- reading scripture and and so on, and, and it's just I don't know, it's not seeming like a it's it seem more like a joy yeah
1: than an effort that's so good so yeah, that's where that's we want to be <laughs> yeah yeah All
3: right. yeah, yeah.
1: sure cool alright well I wanna I feel like I have something to share that is not just gonna be today I feel like it'll go on for a bit it's something that I love talking about and it kind of goes along the lines of what you're saying, Sharon. Um, I want to talk about... It's not even a good title. But, like, what the law was and what grace is. Like, the difference between the two. So, like, to put it in other words, what the old covenant was and what the new covenant is. Okay? Or you can say, like, before Jesus it was works... And now it's grace. Or it's the way of death and the way of life. You know, it's all the contrasting covenants of where we're at. So, first, I got this one picture I'd like to show you guys. Uh, where Can you all see this? <laughs>
2: I'll I'll just go around. I'll show you. <coughs>
1: The law says, so this is how people, people live. This is how the world lives, and this is how some Christians still live. A lot of Christians still live. Um, we think we have to do this thing. We have to read our Bible. We have to go to church. We've got to pray. We've got to do all these things. And then... I'm gonna feel good, then I'm gonna then I'm in the right direction, then I'm doing whatever mm-hmm. I need to do. Or even salvation. People think, Oh, I gotta I gotta be good, I gotta get clean, and then I come to Jesus and then but it's the opposite. What Jesus accomplished is called grace. He did all these things that were required by the law, which we as Gentiles in the Bible is anyone who's not Jewish. Weren't even under. But, but, <laughs> it's just it goes into everything. Like everyone in the world is, is doing this. They're getting acceptance by what they do. Okay, you go to your job, you do good, you get get promoted, right? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing like, in everything. When you were young, when you did wrong, you were told about it. All the time right and when you did good yeah. then it was expected right <laughs> or when you did good you got a little present you know when you did bad no nope. yeah. you get nothing you get a spanking or go to your room or whatever you know it's cause and effect you do this and you get that and in christianity it's jesus did it he did it for us he took our sin he took the punishment for sin and he gave us he took our spot for that so he gave us the reward for him being spotless and, and all that so I'm going to break this down it's going to be if you have questions just just fire away There's, I'm going to go through a lot of scripture as well but uh, in Romans ten four it says for Christ is the end of the law It leads to Him, and His purpose is fulfilled in Him, for granting righteousness to everyone who believes in Him as Savior. So Christ is the end of the law. So Jesus, Christ—you know, Christ isn't Jesus' last name. You know, Christ means the Anointed One. So He was the Anointed One. He was anointed as God's Son, the first born among many brothers and sisters. Everyone knows John 3:16 says he's the only begotten son. And then when he died and rose again, Jesus said he's the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. He's not the only son anymore. But that's amazing because I'm a son, you're a son, we're sons and daughters, you know? So we're in the family. That's what he's saying. So and then we call ourselves Christians, which means Christ-like ones little anointed ones so we have the same we have the same as what he has which is pretty awesome so anyways he Christ fulfilled what the law was supposed to was supposed to do um, so this is I want to go through a little bit of what the what the old covenant says and then what the new covenant says so the old says do and you will be if you do this, if you don't sin, if you obey God, don't, don't worship any other God, don't have any idols, obey the Sabbath, do all the, the commandments, then, then you'll be right with God. All right? That's what it says. Uh, in uh, Exodus 19, uh, there's this thing called the Mount Sinai Covenant. So If you obey, then you'll receive the blessing. Uh, do we want to go there? Exodus nineteen five. Exodus nineteen five. <laughs> so this is uh, Exodus nineteen five says, Now therefore, if you will in fact obey my voice, and keep my covenant, then, you'll she- then you shall be my own, my own special possession and treasure, from among all people of the world, for all the earth will be mine. Does anyone have a different version they want to read? Oh. Yes. Which
6: version is yours?
1: I just read the Amplified. Amplified. Yeah. Um,
5: I can read the New King James yep. now therefore if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people for
1: all the earth is mine there you go so so there's condition if you obey my voice and keep my covenant then you'll be a special treasure of mine so on. So there's conditions. And if you go through like the promises of God in the Bible, there's a lot of them have conditions. You do this and then you get this. You do this and you get this. So this is one of those. And in the Old Covenant, this was so before before he got saved and everyone who doesn't know Jesus, your identity to the core, like your identity, who you are, is a sinner and sinful. You're full of sin, you're a sinner. That that's who you are. Like when Adam sinned, sin entered the world. So Adam was the first person, and he sinned, and then sin came in the world, and because he was a human being, then it spread through all human beings, because from from him from him came all other humans. All right, so everyone had sin regardless if they sinned or not, because it was in them. And that's who we became. So Adam's sin brought death. So death spread to everyone. And then everyone sinned. That's just the way it was. Um, We were separated from God because of that. Our sins separate us from God. Never being able to have intimacy uh, or relationship with him. And that's another example of that is in Exodus when when they're... Uh, With the temple, like they could never have intimate relationship with them. There's only one person could go in, in the holy of holies in the temple where God was once a year. And even if he didn't do everything right to take like specifically to the right thing that he's supposed to do, he would walk in there and die. Like it was all fear, (laughs) you know. And they could they could cover over their sin at best, you know. Sin was never gone. They're just. Praying and hoping and believing, okay, that I did everything right. I was told that they had a rope tied around their ankle, Yeah. Had a rope tied around their so if they and bells on it. So when they walked in there and they did all the thing, if they, if they didn't come in, didn't come out after a while, or they stopped hearing the bells, he must have died. So they can't go in there and get him or they'll die. So they drag him out by the rope. <laughs>
2: really?
1: Yeah. Like... God was in there, you know? That was the only place where God could be. And now he can live in us. And we're going to get to how that's possible. <laughs> Even though we mess up sometimes. Um, so yeah, covering of sin at best. Old Covenant. That's the best they could do. Sin was always there. You were a sinner. You sinned. Oh, you, you couldn't get rid of it. So they're never being free from sin. Uh if you read, uh, I'm gonna read that. So I'll read that. Romans ten one to eighteen. Oh, sorry, Hebrews ten one to eighteen. I'll read that. That's pretty long. Hebrews ten one to eighteen. As the old system under the law of Moses was only a shadow, a dim preview of the things to come, not the good things themselves. The sacrifices under that system were repeated again and again, year after year, but they were never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who came to worship. If they could have provided perfect cleansing, the sacrifices would have stopped, for the worshipers would have been purified once for all in their feelings of guilt would have disappeared just stop there for a second so the opposite of this is true now isn't that incredible so let me just read that again like in the light of the New Testament so if you have if these sacrifices if, if they could have provided perfect cleansing the sacrifice would have stopped so je- sacrifice stopped with Jesus because he gave us perfect cleansing for the worshipers would have been purified once for all time and that's what we are now were pure once and for all time. For the worshippers would have been purified once all time and their feelings of guilt would have disappeared. So our feelings of guilt should be gone. Should be gone. The only reason they're not is because we haven't repented. We haven't haven't forgiven ourselves and say, sorry God, I didn't want to do that and he forgives you and then and then it's gone. And he says he throws your sin as far as the east is from the west and he forgets, he chooses to forget your sin. And that's when you have a clear conscience. You know, I've, I've cleared the slate and that's what God's talking about in the Bible when he talks about perfection. You're perp- like you're perfect in conscience because your past means nothing anymore. You literally, I heard this this week too, how um, we are, God didn't make us new when we got saved. Or, sorry, he, he, didn't, he, didn't, um, he didn't fix us up. He didn't make us better. Mm-hmm. We died and a new person rose up. So that old person you were with all that sin and all that, everything, is dead. So we don't have a... So the new person that I am doesn't have a past.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then if, if, the Bible says, if I sin, then I have Jesus... Who has taken these sins from me and if I repent and make, make myself uh, vulnerable to God, he wipes that away and it's gone. That that thing's gone. And God says he chooses to forget that, which is incredible. He has this sea, the Bible says it's called forgetfulness and he throws it in this sea where God who knows the beginning and the end and everything in between chooses to forget So then when we bring it up, oh, I did that last time, God's like, what? I don't remember that. What are you talking about? That's when the the devil brings out condemnation or we do it to ourselves. We bring up our past stuff. Oh, I can't do that. I did that last time, blah, blah, blah. God doesn't know what you're talking about. (laughs) It's so good. All right, I'll keep going. Uh, verse 3, but instead those sacrifices actually reminded them of their sins year after year, for it is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins that is why when Christ came into the world he said to God you do not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings, but you have given me a body to offer, you are not pleased with burnt offerings or other offerings for sin then I said, look, I've come to do your will, O God as it is written about me in the scriptures, uh, it gonna go to? 18. Uh, First Christ said, "You did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings or burnt offerings or other offerings for sin, nor were you pleased with them, though they were required by the law of Moses." So this is a, a thing that I feel like I just need to highlight a, a little bit. This, this law, like the Ten Commandments and, and, and all the burnt offerings offerings and all that stuff that in the Old Covenant, it's referred to as the law of Moses. So Moses was the, the forerunner for, for this law. Uh, verse 9, then he said, Look, I have come to do your will. He cancels the first covenant in order to put the second into effect. For God's will was for us to be made holy by the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all time. Under the old covenant, the priest stands and ministers before the altar day after day, offering the same sacrifices again and again, which can never take away sins. But our high priest offers himself to God as a single sacrifice for sins, good for all time. Then he sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. There he waits until his enemies are humbled and made a footstool under his feet. For by that one offering he forever made perfect those who are being made holy. And the Holy Spirit also testifies uh, that this is so, for he says, This is the new covenant I will make with my people on that day, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts, I will write them on their minds. Then he says, I will never again remember their sins and lawless deeds. Man, that's a good promise. (laughs) In verse 18. And when sin has been forgiven, there's no need to offer any more sacrifices. So that the people in the old covenant, like, what a horrible life. Just constant guilt, constant shame, constant (laughs) condemnation Constant smell of blood everywhere. You know, so many sacrifices like all their livestock, everything has got to die for the purpose of the sacrifice. Yeah, I know. And there's a, there's a picture like those sacrifices, those animals are pure. There's nothing, they're, they're perfect. And there's a picture of that's what Jesus was going to do. I needed to be a perfect sacrifice. You couldn't bring a sheep that had a a gimp leg or anything, or even a spot or anything. They were inspected. Mm.
5: Do they still do that today? Like the Jewish? not
1: sure. Or you're not sure? I'm not sure. I mean, they don't have a temple to sacrifice to, so. So
5: when did it stop?
1: Like, I know, obviously, the Christians would have stopped. I think think it stopped when. um, when Jesus died because when Jesus died then then the temple was the the curtain was ripped in half from the Holy of Holies like God did it like this huge thick curtain that was made this where the priest could go through to get to the Holy of Holies where God was it was ripped from top to bottom so God did that it's not from bottom to top it couldn't have been ripped that way it was from top to bottom like it like Mm -hmm. I don't know how thick it was like super thick thing it was impossible for a human to rip and God did that to show, like, okay, God's not in this building anymore. Now he's going to live in you. Mm-hmm. So I think the temple was destroyed then and has been rebuilt. And I think that's part of end-time prophecy. They're going to try to rebuild that and build that up again and stuff. But I don't really know the answer to that question, if they still do it or not. Um
7: Mm. I thought of something else except the sacrifice Mm. sorry who thought like who decided it has to be
6: you have to have a sacrifice for sins to be Moses
1: was it Moses? well God told him to do it Mm. like the first like sacrifice like the shedding of blood is that'd be a good thing to teach about too covenant what covenant really means like the first covenant that was made was in Genesis. When God killed the first animal, you know when he did that? Adam and Eve, when they sinned, the first thing they did, they hid and they covered themselves up with leaves.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Their private parts, you know, they covered themselves with what they thought was shameful.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When before, they were free and they didn't care mm-hmm. okay. and have anything. And then God killed an animal and mm-hmm. used their skin to cover, like a, like their fur, you know? So that was like the first covenant with them saying, I will be the one to cover your sin. They're going to try to do it themselves. They're like, no, no, you can't do that. And this is a, a picture of what will happen in the future. When Jesus comes, they'll be forever taking away your sin, not just covering your sin. So it's, and there has to be shedding of blood for sacrifice. That's a big, big topic. I understand it's it's gross and it sucks and, but <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> in uh, First Corinthians fifteen, fifty-six, it says, "For sin is a sting, that results in death, and the law gives sin its power. But thank God, He gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ." Yeah. so in the new so this is where we're living now or we, we can live a lot of us can still live in that place mm-hmm. um, so de- Jesus' death and resurrection this is what that equals so if you believe if you trust and rely and cling to Jesus you'll be saved you'll be born again and made into a new creation instantly By grace through faith. By faith through grace. So then, Jesus did it. Does that make sense? Should I read it again? So if you believe, if you trust trust in Jesus, you'll be saved. You'll be saved from hell and a bunch of other things. And be made into a new creation instantly. The other way, they had to do all this stuff Mm because the whole purpose of god's plan from when adam and eve ate that fruit is for man to be right with god again they couldn't be right with god and the bible calls that righteousness okay he wanted to make us righteous again so through the whole old covenant everyone's trying to become righteous and god gave him the law if you obey this law then you'll become righteous but it was impossible to do it it was impossible Jesus was the only one that ever did it. And now, if we believe in him, then it says we are righteous then, if we believe. Like, so simple, so simple, all right? Um, Yeah, so next point. So we're declared righteous through the act of Jesus dying on the cross. It's Romans 3, 25. Three twenty-five. for God presented Jesus as a sacrifice for sin people are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life shedding his blood this sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in past times now, let's go down a little bit verse 28 it says, so we are made right with God through faith and not by obeying the law. That's awesome. I'm so glad I don't have to do all the sacrifice the whole time. Uh, another thing now that we're in the new, we have access to God. We have access to God and he's our dad now. Jesus says, when you pray, say this, our father, our father. He always said that he's, Jesus, when he was, Walking around he was saying that that God is his father. And then he's telling his disciples, our father. This is how you pray, our father. It's our father. All we have the same father, which is amazing.
2: Um,
1: Matthew twenty seven what is that? Matthew twenty seven, fifty one. Says, uh, at that moment the. Oh, this is what I was talking about. <laughs> at that moment, the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two, from top to bottom. The earth shook, rocks split apart, and the tombs opened. The bodies of many godly men and women, who had died, were raised from the dead. They left the cemetery after Jesus' resurrection, went into the holy city of Jerusalem, and appeared to many people. that's pretty crazy just zombies walking around <laughs> <laughs> holy <laughs> zombies eh? holy so zombies yeah But people would know them no kidding <laughs> well because I knew I knew they were they yeah.
5: Would
1: be yeah their <laughs> relatives or their neighbors or whatever
7: it's my, yeah. my husband, um, <laughs> yeah. 10 years ago <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, yeah you'd
3: you think they'd be more mention of
1: them. <laughs> all these
5: people yeah. Yeah, where well, they go you
1: know <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'd like to hear that story them. eh? <laughs> yeah. did they live new lives again And mm. you know, it's, um, it's another thing we're free from sin did we know that we know we're free from sin
2: mm.
1: like sin in all its forms like everything the act of sin the thought of sin, the punishment of sin, every aspect of sin. Like, sin is not the issue anymore. And that's a big issue with Christians, a lot of Christians. Sin. They're just talking about sin and deal with sin and help me with sin and repenting of sin and whatever. Like The Bible says, just just in Romans, I think it's 6 or 8, at least ten times it says in there you're free from sin. Just in that one chapter. And it's all over all over the New Covenant and the Old Like that is let's read Romans five seventeen to twenty one. Five, seventeen to the end. It says, For the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness. For all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Yes, Adam's one sin brings condemnation for everyone, but Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship with God and new life for everyone. Because one person disobeyed God, many became sinners. But because one other person obeyed God, many will be made righteous. God's law was given so that all people could see how sinful they were. See, that was the purpose. Not to fulfill it even. I'll read that again. God's law was given so that all people could see how sinful they were. But as people sinned more and more, God's wonderful grace became more abundant. So just as sin ruled over all people and brought them to death, now God's wonderful grace rules instead, giving us right standing with God and resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Like, this is the gospel. That's the gospel. That's what we can tell people. (laughs) Like, especially Christians. Somehow we, we forget like you became right with God when you believed in him. Now your sins gone. Sins not the issue anymore. You know? Mm. Mm. Well,
7: there's a freedom with
1: it? Isn't there? Yeah, big time. Mm. You're not <laughs> it's, st- so understandable. Understandable. <laughs> it's been paid for, you don't have to strive. No. Like I I believe with all my heart that the that the reason that we're stuck in any sin or, or anything that we know is not right is because we're trying to do it. We're trying to get out of it. The trying is, shows that you're blind to the fact that it's already done. It's already paid for. You have the promise. You have the reward already. And I'm trying to get something that I already have. Like we're trying to get that. I want peace. I want I. I want to get mm-hmm. a, away from this sin or whatever. Jesus said, I leave you peace. My peace. It's yours. Mm-hmm. You have it. Mm-hmm. If you believe in Jesus, you're right with God. You know? <laughs> but if I'm mm-hmm. trying to do this, I'm trying to stop sinning. I'm trying to... Mm-hmm stop doing this like the trying itself reveals your belief and that that
4: you're not free
1: you yeah you believe you're not free when you are free yeah mm-hmm. it's like this seen this picture before of uh, an elephant a baby elephant has a a little rope on its leg and a little spike like this big hammer in the ground or whatever and it's 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 too uh it's too small, I can't pull this bike out when they're small, and they keep that same rope that same spike their whole life and they and they just can't they can't they don't even try anymore because they think they're stuck from that, and they could easily just go like that and that's what Christians do when they're stuck in this law they they're trying they're trying trying, and then eventually they just give up or or whatever if they don't keep seeking and finding but I feel like that's that's what happened to me lots in in my Christian walk, like I just I read the Bible and I didn't understand something and I just stopped, stopped reading. When the answer is like the next verse or the next couple verses, you know, it's it's a story that continues, you know? Like there's so many misinterpreted scripture in the Bible because we just stop reading. Like Romans is a big book that people have got so many issues with and don't know, don't understand why this and that, why that. It's very easy to explain. Just read it from the start to the end, you know? The Bible is probably the only book in the world that people just chop and chop and chop like this. I'm going to think of this and not think of that and not think of the beginning or the middle or the end, like trying to make a doctrine out of one verse or one chapter, you know? Like, no one else does that for anything. <laughs> I, I actually did that just a year a
6: few months ago. I read from the very beginning right to the very end. Yeah. I've never done that before. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. Just having that flow flow That's through. The whole vibe come and
1: yeah. 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 And the more It'll and more...
6: I've <laughs> never done it. No, I had not either. it. It's interesting because you miss out on a lot because you're not getting the yeah. flow of mm-hmm. events and follow and follow mm-hmm. on.
1: Yeah. And certain things you think would be boring are really exciting.
6: Yeah.
1: Like, I love... Not all of them, but some of the like genealogies, you know, mm-hmm. goes through like, you know, Deuteronomy or whatever. If you go through like, that, that's
6: a big hurdle. Like when you, yeah, I, I skimmed through that bit. <laughs> I love the like in,
1: I think it's in Kings when it goes through all the kings, and it talks about like the, a good king and then it just gets evil, 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 all evil, more way all evil. Sons way sons and then way in the New Covenant, it talks about these sons of the king and stuff like, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. 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 You're evil just like your father. <laughs> yeah. And that's why you're doing that. So, yeah. It's not many daughters
6: mentioned that. <laughs> no. <laughs> they didn't get much of
1: a w- Women weren't really <laughs> recognized very well <laughs> at that time. Yeah.
3: It's pretty cool, though, in the genealogy of Jesus, to hey, that some of the yeah. people were in it. Yeah. You know, it's like. Yeah. Um, yeah. People who, you know, Jesus—they're in Jesus' life. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah. I don't know how to access it, like because I haven't got had any, any in my family. I like, I just.
6: The
7: genealogy. I don't know the whole thing in the Bible. Like, I just feel really, you know, lost. Like it's overwhelming. Yeah. And then. And I haven't got any history
1: of, of...
7: I don't know I I just feel really
6: sort of quite lost with it.
1: Really. Have you tried reading from the beginning to the end? <laughs> <laughs> That's the Holy
6: Spirit. Yeah, so and I just no. read it and then just go, I just don't
7: understand
6: it. Why don't they just make it simple? Why are there so many people?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a just, oh, just think of your family. It's, It's a story of... The family of God. It's not simple. It's messy. Very messy.
6: And also the language back then was quite different. A lot of it's it, so yeah. a bit to yeah. sometimes.
1: Yeah. And there's culture. You got to... Like once you... Culture, like you yeah. don't even... You don't... I understand what you're saying, but as a Christian, you don't even need to know that.
7: Oh, okay.
1: You focus on Jesus and spend time with him. Yeah. That's That's the point of Christianity.
7: Yeah. And then you can go through this. For history lessons on the Romans or something. What they (laughs) did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's good. And you can go into that. But I mean, hang out with Jesus. You'll be farther than a lot of people who are doing all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. That's all Jesus wants. He wants you sitting at his feet, hanging out with them. Mm -hmm. That's the point of Christianity. Like, you make it so. Because there is so much to learn, there's so much in it. But. God doesn't want us to have a huge store bank of knowledge and just memorize scripture and stuff. Like, that's great if you can do that, but He wants you to rely on Him.
4: And even when you're reading the Word, you're hanging out with Jesus. Yeah. is
1: the Word. For sure. Yeah.
0: So do
2: you have any Christian friends or go to a group or anything? Well, I went to Michelle's.
7: I've got the easy reading
2: version. That's quite
1: Cool. And I know even like this, this topic itself can be, it can sound boring. It can sound, whatever, well, not that, funnest thing or whatever but I, I believe personally like it's one of the most important things if not the most important thing because it, it, it goes to the core of what you believe All right so this one scripture for example in Romans thirteen eight. at the end of that scripture says if you love your neighbor you will fulfill the requirements of God's law so all of God's law all that stuff that everyone had to do to be perfect that guy you know putting bells on him and a rope and everything yeah. what he had to do if you just love like we described a couple of weeks ago in 1 Corinthians then you fulfill it all like don't live selfishly if you have opportunity to be selfless take that opportunity instead you know
4: mm-hmm. one thing um the Lord showed me this week which I should have said, what, and said he's poured out his love in our hearts mm. so we have God's love in our hearts already but to love others with
1: yeah yeah, yeah like that love that's in us
4: yeah.
1: it isn't even our is, love is, it's his
4: love you know we don't have to um Struggle to love others because that love is in us. He's given us that mm. love. Mm. Yeah. It's
1: yeah. good. Very good. So then it's got a list of rules. So are the rules the law or the grace? Where's the list of rules? Uh,
7: Romans uh, 39.
1: What is that? Can you read it out just a little bit? Out?
7: The rules
1: in God's law says this: Do not have sex with anyone who is not my wife. Yeah, so
7: that's Old Covenant.
2: Old Covenant,
1: right? So that's that's the law, the law of Moses, right? So if you love, you won't do those things. No, that's
2: right.
1: That's what he's saying. If you love those things, yeah. you'll fulfill them just by just by loving, yeah. not even thinking about them. You don't even have to know them. Yeah, yeah. If you know love, you fulfill them all. Good, it? So they it's not a list of rules anymore. Know. It's not a do... Christianity is not do this and do that.
4: Yeah.
1: It's love and be loved. You know? You don't have to strive to love because
4: that love is already, is already poured out into...
1: into yeah. It. And the more and more you mm-hmm. know God's word and spend time with Him and talk to Him. God, I don't know. Like being... I feel like my prayers have so changed in the last couple of weeks. I'm just like, God, I don't... I don't know how to love. Teach me how to love. Was that love? Was that loving that person?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like... Being vulnerable with God, like not a lot of times we We want to get to a place so much we convince ourselves that we're already there or on that track or whatever, and then we try to act that way. Mm-hmm. But when we be honest with ourselves, I'm like, God, I don't know what I'm doing, help me, Lord. Like, and then He speaks or He helps you, He does. Sorry,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Like that some Just other people. Yeah.
0: Just to be vulnerable, you know? Yeah. Other
1: people. Mm-hmm. Oh man. It's
0: good, isn't
1: it? Yeah. He says he gives grace to the humble, mm-hmm. but he opposes the proud. He's against people who think they know it. Yeah. Like <laughs> we can fall in that so easy. Like out of a good heart too. Mm-hmm. I'm. Tr- I want to be. Good. I want it. I want to not do this sin or walk this way or whatever,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then I convince myself that I'm doing it, and then, and then you're not. Uh, it's just when you're humble and realize, like God, I, I literally am completely, totally useless. I would walk into a ditch without you. Like, mm-hmm. help me. <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, that's true. Here, like we would. You would. Sounds
0: like David. Yeah. and he starts out with
1: all
0: that he ends up with praising God in the end yeah
1: and he was a guy that had the same heart as God you know he said the man after my own heart he's like he was just being vulnerable
3: yeah it's like a little child sort of beating on the chest of his father sort of thing or something like that he, he knows that you know God can handle that yeah. you should just be honest to mm-hmm. you know, hear him your childlike. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
7: yeah I, did, did
3: you,
0: sorry, no, I just say it really does result in you being honest with other people. Because mm-hmm. when you're honest with your makeup, it changes it, you in right. that
2: level.
0: Mm-hmm. You try and be focused on real with other people.
1: Totally. And it takes away those little, uh, as the Baba talks about, uh, how dare you try to get the the sliver out of someone's eye when you have a log in your own eye. You know, like, it gets rid of those little things in your own eye, you know? (laughs) Or the big things, whatever they are. But the little things, too, you can't even see. on love. There's a couple of scriptures I wanted to read about that. This ties into the whole thing. In uh, 1 John 4, 9, in the Amplified Classic Version, it says, In this, the love of God was made manifest, or displayed. That's what manifest means. So in this, what he's about to say, where we are concerned, uh, in that God sent his son, only begotten unique son into the world so that we might live through him so love was displayed in Jesus that's what it's saying in this so Jesus was the only one First John 4 9 1 John 4 9 sorry it just takes me a while to <laughs> yeah. yeah no worries First John 4, 9. So the reason I bring this up is because the love of God was actually displayed, was on display in a man called Jesus Christ. Before that, there was no display of love. Nowhere. Nowhere on earth. Jesus was the first display of love, like what real love was. No one knew what real love was until Jesus. They had glimpses here and there, but he was a perfect representation of love. And now...
4: Love is spoken of in the Old Covenant.
1: Yeah, it's spoken of in the Old Covenant. and His love endures
4: forever.
1: Yeah. But the people couldn't see that. They didn't have a visual. They didn't have how do I do that myself? Like they were told about it. This is what God does. Yeah. But they didn't know... like they didn't they didn't have an example, there was no one to show them, like it said in in this love was manifest, and nothing else in Jesus, so only when Jesus came there now we have an example that we can live by, and now now we can display that as well. we can walk that way as well, and people can see us, oh, that's what a Christian's supposed to be, or oh, that's another one of those Christians, you know <laughs> you know so. Just going. To
7: really you just said Awesome. Yeah. I never saw it like
1: that before. Jesus is love. What did you say? What do you I know. Never- <laughs> 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 really so yeah, Jesus is love displayed. He is perfect love. Yeah. He, he is He is the visual. He is the perfect example. He is the only perfect example that that anyone No, serious. It's a it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Like like people tr- tried their best and and did what they could, but they only had the law. They didn't have the new covenant. They didn't have Jesus. Only through Jesus, all this not law was possible. You know. And he didn't. He didn't fulfill the law. Like. People think you're supposed to because remember, we just read the law's purpose was to reveal how sinful you are, not to fulfill it. Just like a good visual. You close your eyes right now, you picture you're driving down the road, it's an 80 zone, and you're going on 120, and you see some lights behind you. What do you do? Slow
4: down.
1: You slow down because the law reveals to you what you're doing wrong. Isn't that awesome? So Jesus didn't do that. He didn't try to fulfill it. He just loved because he was love. He just loved and love doesn't speed. So he has no reason to fear, you know? He's perfect in everything. Like that is so cool. Yeah, he wasn't going through this list even though he was under the law. He made himself in that time under the law. Be careful. Yeah, and he fulfilled the law through love. It was incredible. He didn't do any of the sins. He was sinless and perfect in every way, because he's love. I guess it's just so cool. He, that's why I said, "Follow me. Follow my example." It's
4: through him we've been made good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we have, we have all that same ability. So
4: when we slip up, when we sin, yeah. that's not us. We're free from that
1: we're free from the punishment and the guilt and the condemnation and all that stuff yes but we still have to repent make ourselves right he's already forgiven us that's one thing
4: yeah
1: Yeah. like sin is dealt with sin's done like the power of sin is dead if I sin today and Jesus comes back before I repented I'm still going to heaven because sin does not separate me from God that's done like I don't know how I feel like that has to be said like a million times sin is done that's not the issue anymore
7: every time you say it it's like I'm listening I'm hearing it I know
1: sin's not the issue the issue is not sin it's it's done you're free from sin free from from the guilt free from the Mm condemnation free from hell when you believe in Jesus and set your sights on him you know you believe in him and walk in walk in love like that's we're becoming like Jesus so
2: Jesus would never have
5: offered up a sacrifice for his son no he didn't unusual
1: he yeah he's he's I sacrificed himself for our sins mm-hmm. yeah but like you know how everyone goes to the temple and he their offering yeah him, yeah he would never have done that Mm-mm. Yeah, I know, right. I <laughs> think <laughs> his
0: mom and dad
1: did one when, when Mary Joseph did one to the have to put um and they to the I
3: know
1: so what you're talking about. 12, so yeah. in fear. He's like, He's Stay when they lost him in the in the city? Is that what you're talking about? No, no. When
0: he when Jesus was born, I think it's after ten days they have to go Oh, do you circumcision.
3: Oh, circumcision.
0: takes to take a death
2: or whatever it was. Yeah.
1: As a sacrifice. Mm. I don't know. Strange. Yeah. Strange people. <laughs> Strange people. <laughs> <laughs> like they're all doing those sacrifices with a good heart. Like I want to be right with God. That's what they're doing. You know, this is what God requires, this is what I have to do. And they so, want to do it. So
3: One verse I really love is, um, you know, Romans five one. You know, we're at, we're at peace, peace with God. I think that's profound because we're, we're in a state of peace. If you're in Christ, we're we're in a state of peace, and that's yeah. really spoken to me yeah. as well. Because so much of my life has been about being on a treadmill, and, and, and even being a Christian, you know, um, thinking I'm not good enough, yeah, sort of thing. And then, and to to know that is like. The, the button on the treadmill is stop. Yeah. And You know, sort of thing. So I'm, I'm in a state of peace with God. Yeah. Through our Lord, through my Lord Jesus. That's Christ. good. Yeah.
1: You're not trying to get to that peace. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. Yeah. You're there.
3: I'm there. I have God's peace. You know. there might be times when I don't experience it. You know, my experience yeah. positionally, and it's true that you know I am in a state of peace. Yeah. Angry. Yeah. like... Yeah, re- so
1: mm. mm. yeah. Regardless of what we feel, yeah. the truth is still truth. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's
1: right? right? Yeah. Like, okay. our feelings override. Oh, I know God said I have peace, but I'm really not feeling peaceful now. Like, that doesn't matter. Like, God said mm. it is, so, when I believe yeah. that I'm... Okay, I'm going to believe this anyways, and I know peace is not a feeling, mm. like... We live by faith. Christians are called to live by faith.
4: I What's got mean? really cranky the other day. <laughs> uh, I thought, like, oh, I haven't even felt like that for a long time, and then I'm like, but I've got the fruit of the spirit.
2: That's
4: that's you know, I, I, that's not me. That's not who I am. I've got the fruit of the spirit. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's, mm. you know, instead of feeling all condemned, it's like. No, I'm, Mm-hmm. the
1: fruit That's good. Realization. Like, hey, wait a minute. That's yeah. not me. Hey, I might have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's very good. I love that. And then uh, in Romans eight thirty nine it says, No power in the sky above or on the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So nothing can separate us from his love. It's not our past, so what does it say? Nothing in the sky above or the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation. depth nor other created things will be able to separate us from the unlimited love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord so if we're in God and God is in us and he loves us and he's defeated sin and love can't we can't be separated from his love
2: Like
1: <laughs> we have everything we need and we can we can walk in in that Mm -hmm. and when we so first we believe and then we can walk it out Mm
2: -hmm.
1: instead of the law says walk it out Mm -hmm. and once you walked it out to whatever point then Mm -hmm. you are what the reward is for that but that's not the way that we live as Christians that's not the way that we should I'm not doing something trying to be a good person to become righteous to become holy to become set apart to become the the clean vessel or whatever I am those things because of what Jesus did and then my motive from that point is love Mm -hmm. I can do it I can can do good works like do good things Mm -hmm. because I realize uh, I'm not striving I'm not I'm not ever going to miss it. I'm not going to ever not be right with God or whatever. Because he made me right with God. And it's a gift that he gave me. I received it. So I got it. And he doesn't take his gifts back. So it's just... It's like the core of the gospel. I don't know. It feels like, like Bible language. You know, righteousness and law and all this stuff. But, yeah.
3: Do you know the Roman road? Right?
1: I don't know it off heart, but it's yeah. in my paper Bible written down. <laughs> yeah.
3: I, I know it off my of heart because, you know... But yeah? Word, but, and, yeah, just just speaking of... We're, you know, we're talking about righteousness and 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 it's a really... In terms of, like, witnessing to people, it's, it's a good tool because, it, you know, it's a real summary of, of the gospel. like yeah. right? so, right. it? so it's just... Roman Road, um, it, it's just they call, it's called that by, I don't know who...
1: Yeah, I, I heard it's called the, yeah, Ro, Romans Road, the Roman... Romans Road, it's just verses in Romans that tell you how to get saved. Yes,
3: yeah, it's a succession of verses, and they kind of build them one after the other. And it's also based on, you know, Roman roads were um, really powerful means of the spreading of the gospel, because they were really good, and, and at the time of... And, and so... Yeah, it's so this like Romans three twenty three. So, um, for all they've sinned sure, and full short of the glory of God. That's and then and you can when you when when you memorize it, the numbers kind of you can link the numbers as well, the verses. But um, I was just gonna say Romans six twenty three for the for for the wages of sin is death. Yeah. But you said the gift, the gift of God. Yeah. Is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So um, you know, it's just it's a tool. It's a tool. Mm-hmm. You know, not everyone's into memorizing um, verses, but yeah, um, to, to to give someone that's you know um, God's word there about mm-hmm. that you know is a gift. So it's Romans three twenty three, mm-hmm. and then Romans six twenty three, and then Romans five Oh I, um, oh, I see. Yes, yeah, Just some, some verses in the Romans I like, can we point out right. five, eight, and then Romans ten nine ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just flows one from the other, sort of thing. Right. It's fairly easy to remember if you just you know. put your mind to it so you thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it anyway. yeah, Yeah. yeah. Thank you. yeah so yeah. yeah, no worries It's good It's a good tool Just for yourself, to remind yourself
2: Because
1: all this stuff like Like if you don't If we don't like Go, go back to these scriptures or read the Bible, or talk to God about this, like, in two, three weeks' time, you totally forget all this. Mm-hmm. Like, none of it. Yeah. Like, even sitting here today, you'll remember, like, what, 10% of what what you heard, you know? But, like, when you read God's word, when when you hear God's word, it's it says he writes it on our heart, he writes it on our mind. It's in there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's for a purpose. It's for us, it's for people. So, like, that... Just that Romans Road thing is so awesome. Like, if you actually look it up and 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 read it, and when you are out trying to talk to someone that you don't know about Jesus, when you open your mouth, that's gonna come out. It just will. It just will. Like that's what God wants. He wants us to be in communion with Him and trust Him. He says He will. He will pour the words out of your mouth when you when you open your mouth so yeah what happened, to me day,
7: yeah? Mm-hmm. What happened? well it's something came out of my mouth and, oh. it, was, it, <laughs> and it was the bible it was from the bible yeah you know? i mean, I didn't really it just came out of my mouth you had to do good work so, something like
1: The more you put this in here, yeah. the more it'll come out. Yeah. so good. I,
7: think
2: I just kind of Bible. <laughs> 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 I was, like
7: weird.
1: I want to go through. Uh, I just have my notes here. Read all of Galatians three. So Let's we'll see how long that is. <laughs> Twenty nine verses. Let's do it. So my my title on on mine says the law, and faith in Christ. What is, does anyone else have a title on theirs? Faith or
4: works of the law.
1: Yeah. We
7: become
1: oh. right with God when we trust Jesus. Okay,
7: yeah. Good. Easy version.
1: Easy. What is it? Easy version. Is, it easy, what, is there like a. What is it? What's easy the easy version?
7: version. That's the Bible version. That's what it's called? It's called the that's Easy
1: That's the version. Bible version. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> I have never heard of that. Well, I found it. <laughs> All right I'm it. We'll to look into that all right okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna start from verse one
7: dummies
1: for dummies. <laughs> bible for dummies <laughs> no that's not for you then because you're not a dummy
2: uh
1: I'm gonna read that n l t version uh, it says, Oh, foolish Galatians who <laughs> a way to start a letter right eh? Oh, foolish Galatians, who has cast an evil spell on you? For the meaning of Jesus Christ's death was made as clear to you as if you had seen a picture of his death on the cross. Let me ask you this one question. Did you receive the Holy Spirit by obeying the law of Moses? Of course not. You received the Spirit because you believed the message you heard about Christ. How foolish can you be? After starting your new lives in the Spirit... Why are you now trying to become perfect by your own human effort? Have you experienced so much for nothing? Surely it was not in vain, was it? I ask you again does God give you the Holy Spirit and work miracles among you because you obey the law? Of course not. It's because you believe the message you heard about Christ. It's just repeating Himself over oh, and over, right? In the same way, Abraham believed God, and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. The real children of Abraham, then, are those who put their faith in God. What's more, the scriptures look forward to this, to this time when God would make the Gentiles right in his sight because of their faith. God proclaimed this good news to Abraham long ago when he said, All nations will be blessed through you. So, all who put their faith in Christ share the same blessing Abraham received because of his faith, but those who depend on the law to make them right with God <clears throat> uh, sorry, but those who depend on the law to make them right with God are under his curse. but the scriptures say, "Cursed is anyone who does not observe." and obey all the commands that are written in the book of the law. I'm just going to read that again, verse 10. But those who depend on the law to make them right with God are under his curse. So if you depend on what you do to be made right with God, it's cursed because you're walking to this place that you can never get to because it's actually behind you. You've got it already is everyone who does not obey all the commands that are written in God's book of the law. So it is clear that no one can be made right with God by trying to keep the law. For the scriptures say it is through faith that a righteous person has life. This way of faith is very different from the way of law, which says it is through obeying the law that a person has life. But Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. When he hung on the cross, he took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing. For it is written in the scriptures, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. Through Christ Jesus, God has blessed the Gentiles with the same blessing he promised Abraham, so that we who are believers might receive the promised Holy Spirit through faith. If you want to say anything, just interrupted. we'll go through that. Uh, verse 15. Dear brothers and sisters, here's an example from everyday life. Just as no one can set aside or amend an irrevocable agreement, so it is in this case. God gave the promises to Abraham and his children. And notice that the scripture does not say to, oh, sorry, promises to Abraham and his child. And notice that the scripture does not say to his children. As if it meant many descendants. Rather, it says, to his child. And that, of course, means Christ. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm trying to say. The agreement God made with Abraham could not be canceled. 430 years later, when God gave the law to Moses, God would be breaking his promise. For if he and if the inheritance could be received by keeping the law, then it would not be the result of acting God's promise, of accepting God's promise. Sorry, I can't read today. Uh, but God graciously gave it to Abraham as a promise. Why then was the law given? It's a good question. It was given alongside the promise to show people their sins. But the law was designed to last only until the coming of the child who was promised. God gave his law through angels to Moses who was the mediator between God and the people. Now, a mediator is helpful if more than one party must reach an agreement. But God, who is one, did not use a mediator which he gave, uh, when he gave his promise to Abraham. Is there a conflict then between God's law and God's promise? Absolutely not. If the law could give us new life. We could be made right by God by obeying it. But the scripture declares that we are all prisoners of sin. So we receive God's promise of freedom only by believing in Jesus Christ. Isn't that crazy? When you believe, you're not a prisoner of sin anymore. Verse 23. Before the way of faith... In Christ was available to us, we were placed under guard by the law. We were kept in protective custody, so to speak, until the way of faith was revealed. Let me put it another way. The law was our guardian until Christ came. It protected us until we could be made right with God through faith. And now that the way of faith has come, we no longer need the law as our guardian for you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. And all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. That's a big mouthful. That's Galatians 3. Talks about the law and the reason for the law
2: and
1: the end of the law. Yeah. He's talking to the Galatians who have uh, forgot about it. Who's put a spell on you? Other versions say who's bewitched you. What, what, who are you listening to? Now you totally forgot how to live in grace. You're trying to be right by doing stuff again. You know? When we forget, and then, when we forget what this word says, that's, that's our default. We just, we just try to do stuff again. We try to, try to be right and do these things. Like, we try to, we try to go out and talk to someone who we don't know about Jesus because that's what we're supposed to do. Instead of we get to do that because we're free and, we're in love and Jesus loves us and like that's what we do yeah. <laughs> or we don't do it at all um, I just want to share one more awesome story in uh, Galatians 4 21, 20, 21 to 30 So this is a story of, uh, well, it explains itself. It's about the law and, and grace. Uh, Galatians 4.21 NLT says, Tell me, you who want to live under the law, do you know what the law actually says? The scriptures say that Abraham had two sons, one from his slave wife and one from his freeborn wife. So those don't know, Abraham had two two wives and the son of the slave wife was born in a human attempt to bring about the fulfillment of God's promise but the son of the freeborn wife was born as God's own fulfillment of his promise that's huge so the law is the slave wife he was born do we all know the story before I go on do we all know the story about Abraham and what happened so for the, for those who don't know uh Abraham uh and Sarah they couldn't get pregnant and God said I promise to give you to give you a son and uh and it was taken forever and and Sarah's like oh maybe if you if you sleep with my slave then uh then that's the way that God will give you have a baby or whatever and then Abraham's like yeah that sounds good let's do it and so he, he did it <laughs> he did it and they had a baby and then, uh, so that was them. They're trying to fulfill God's promise by, them, by themselves without God. And then they eventually, they did have another, they did have another boy. And uh, yeah, and then we'll continue on. Uh, and yeah, so that was God's promise fulfilled by God. Like only God could do that. Um, right. Verse 24. So these two women serve as an illustration of God's two covenants. The first woman, Hagar, represents Mount Sinai where people received the law that enslaved them. And now Jerusalem is just like Mount Sinai in Arabia because she and her children live in slavery to the law. But the other woman, Sarah, represents the heavenly Jerusalem. She is the free woman and she is our mother. As Isaiah said, rejoice, O, O childless woman, you who have never given birth break into a joyful shout, you who have never been in labor for the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives than the woman who lives with her husband and you dear brothers and sisters are children of the promise just like Isaac but you are now being persecuted by those who want you to keep the law just as Ishmael, the child born by human effort, persecuted Isaac. The child born by the power of the Spirit. You see how it's like such a good picture? It's like such a good picture. Like that slave's boy persecuted and hated Isaac, the promised child. That's the same thing that's happening now. It's so, it's so good. Uh... But what does the scripture say about that? Get rid of the slave and her son for the son of the slave woman will not share the inheritance with the free woman's son. So dear brothers and sisters, we are not children of the slave woman. We are children of the free woman. I just love that example How God. God did that on purpose and he knew that would happen. That's just crazy how like, Do you get it? Do you get it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you don't get it. Does anyone get it? I'm a
3: dummy.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 It's amazing, isn't it? This
1: like if <laughs> you maybe that'd be that'd be some good homework to read that okay. read that story. I'll well, uh, I'll, I'll find it for you and, and let you know where it is. I okay. forget exactly where it is. I
4: love the first verse of the next chapter though, which ties in with.
1: What's it. that? Uh, Five one. Oh. So Christ truly has set us free?
4: It is for freedom that Christ has set yeah. us free. Mm-hmm. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery.
1: Oh, let, that's awesome. Let me read this one. Just different version. So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free, and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. <laughs> so good. But yeah, that, that story, like, they're trying... God promised them something. So that's the same thing with us. God promised us that we could be right with him and be with him through faith. And then, oh, his promise is taken forever. Let me try to do it myself. Let me try to do all these good things and, and try to get there. And that's no, that's not how you do it. Mm-hmm. And then God fulfilled it himself through Jesus. He's picture of Isaac. So Isaac was the, the freeborn boy. And then, the freeborn boy receives the all the inheritance and, and everything, and the, the slave wife and the slave boy, they persecute the free, <laughs> the free, <laughs> uh, the free child Isaac and everything. So it's the same thing that's happening now. Like, like when you're walking in freedom, when you're walking in this freedom from the law and grace and stuff. Like, like obviously the outside world, people who don't know Jesus, they're gonna think you're crazy or whatever but Christians who are under the law are going to think you're crazy too they're not going to understand like they're going to think oh you just don't do anything you know you're just, you're just hairy fairy you're just sitting there like you know like that's what that's what people think you know like because they're, they're showing look at this look I'm doing this I'm doing this I'm doing this And like, yeah but you're you're not boring you're 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 trusting God you're not trying to trying to get something that you already have, you know? And it will be revealed in your in yourself, in your life. The longer you continue in this freedom like the fruit of your life will just blossom like crazy. And then people will see. They'll see, Well that person's never striving, they're not they're not in worry or doubt or regret or shame or anything and And people of the law are in a a religion that sucks. You know, just do this and do that. that thing in particular like patience like people praying for patience or they say don't pray for patience because then god will give you opportunities to be patient you know but i'm like if you're lacking patience that means you're just lacking love because love is patient that's the first thing it says love is patient love is kind you have a love deficit not a patient deficit you know you're just not walking in love do you think you're ever going to get there if yeah. you don't do anything about it right yeah <laughs> <laughs> I
5: did I
3: tried like yeah but they they didn't they work didn't out have salvation in fear and trembling is that what the verse they, they did no they didn't have them. oh man what was that verse oh yeah that, that verse and, you know, <laughs> you know work, work out your salvation in oh, fear and, and trembling
5: they could have used that one. They anyway. yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I was so excited.
3: She just pointed out too about um Galatians five one just got a bit of a revelation.